What's going on, folks? How you doing out there, man? What are you doing? You out there grabbing your nuts, touching your titties? Is that what you're doing? I think the neighbors told me you were doing that. Uh, good to be here. It's a great Monday, as always. You know what I'm saying? People are always bitching about Mondays, going like, ah, oh, I gotta fucking go to work. I gotta do this. I gotta. Monday is a, is a new chance. You know what I mean? It's bam. This is a new week. Get those goals down. I spent half the day staring at a whiteboard, just writing down what I want to accomplish, okay? And the main thing is, ace that next STD test in three months. That's the main thing. I'll tell you what. I got an STD test this week, folks. And I, listen, I completely clean. Here's what happened. I got a text message, an anonymous text message that said, a partner has tested positive for an STD. You're going to die. That was the text. And it said, you should go get tested. So I started freaking out, you know? I text everybody I've ever spoken to in my life. I'm like, hey, have you been tested recently? My cousin's like, uh, why are you asking me? And, you know, I'm like freaking out. I go to get tested. Everything's totally fine. It's beautiful. You know, they tell me you're clean, you're good. They give me a shot just in case. You know what I mean? In case I get chicken pox or some shit like that. Polio's on the way back. So everything was great, you know? And I, I literally texted people and said, dude, I tested clean. And they went, I literally cannot believe that. That defies laws that fucking newton invented the fact that you're clean i was like i know i've been fucking raw assholes i have been bad i've been on bad behavior okay i've been very bad lately and uh you know god's plan making sure everybody's good out here in these streets you know what i mean my penis is bleeding but anyways <laughs> just kidding um it was my birthday this weekend it was a very fucking awesome time i usually hate birthdays man when i turned 21 that was like one of the most stressful years of my, one of the most stressful years of my life, I think. It was 20 and 21, but usually I hate a birthday. I just get very fucking stressed out, you know? I don't I can't even explain it. Last year, I was trying to get 10 people to come watch a show I was throwing with some friends. This year, over 140 of you, of you came out, 140 people, packed out subculture. What an awesome venue. The staff was amazing. The space was great. The, the fucking everything was awesome. So many people came that I love and respect. Like shout out Raina and Ashley, my brother, all of his good friends. Like a bunch of comedians came to show love. Like things, you know, things have really moved along since the last year. And it, it made me so happy. And, you know, I mean, even my ex-girlfriend came through and we were, you know, she was standing there watching the show and somebody behind her went, what a beautiful man. <laughs> when I came out on stage, it's so weird for me to hear shit like that. But like, yeah, it was just, it was fucking awesome. And one thing that she even said to me was, she's like, I just love that on your birthday, I can see the people around you that love and support you. And that's kind of a new thing in my life. That's something that had to happen this year. You got to get rid of certain energies in your life that you don't feel like push you forward. You have to surround yourself with people that push you forward and people that love you and believe in you. And I feel like it took a long time to get to that place, but I'm there, you know, the comics on that lineup. I'm proud of the fact that almost every single one of them were a fucking dear friend. Tiago Macklin hosted. He ripped it up. You've heard him on the podcast. The guy's fucking hilarious. He started the show off right. Erica Spira. She's about to be on the podcast. Insane set. She just blew the fucking roof open. Jordan Fisher had a killer set. You know, he, he, he's always on his fucking, on his ones and twos, that guy. He's knocking out of the park. Tori Piskin dropped in, did that guest spot, nailed it. You know what I'm saying? It was a fucking beautiful show. After party was great. 
appreciate you guys coming out. I think in January we're going to do a Young Daddy Live show, probably at the new stand location once it opens up. Um, I'm really excited for that. You guys are going to be able to come out see a live podcast. I'll probably bring in a ton of special guests. You know what I'm saying? A bunch of players. You got to let a player play, you know? But I just appreciate you guys, man. Everybody that, you know, listens to the podcast, everybody that comments, I want to fuck your ears on Instagram. Like all you people, you're just great. And uh, without further ado, I've got a wonderful guest. Fucking finally. Very special guest God. today. God. I mean, people have been requesting them. People have been... Especially Weight Watchers. Uh, <laughs> my brother himself, ladies and gentlemen, Mark Fur. What's going on? He's here in the building. I figured we'd go over some emails today. We've just been kicking it. How was your day, dude? I haven't seen you all day. Uh, it was good. I didn't get out of bed until 6 o'clock. Okay. Yeah. And literally laid in bed all day, hungover. After the after party, obviously. Right. Did you have fun last night? I had a blast. Yeah. Listen, you get I, me I, with I, like... You were, you, so you are doing a little Molly. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. let me just say, I don't know if you remember this, but like at one point, you started like freaking out. We were on the corner. Yeah. The Molly started kicking right. in full steam. Right. The Molly hit you really hard. Your hair was standing up. <laughs> and we were going to the next bar. We were all meeting. And I don't know where this came from, but you looked at me and you said, Lev, Lev, please, please meet me at the next bar. And I was like, buddy, like, where else would I go? I'm not going to leave you. Know, you. Man. And you were just like, New York is a scary place. Yeah. What did you and, think I was going to do? No. So honestly, like for me, like I just wanted to enjoy, but like I could only enjoy once we were all in the same venue. Right. And like, I didn't have to worry about logistics. Right. Cause once it we seemed go down, like it was some strong shit you guys were on, man. Oh, it was great. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm paying for it today and, <laughs> and you know, taking years out of my life, but it was great. Right. Yeah. Is it, how was, how was Molly sex? Is that fun? <sighs> Is it good? It's fantastic. What does it feel like? Uh, I mean, it's literally called ecstasy, right? Like, right. Yeah. So, like, what's the feeling? How is it different? Is it just like you feel... Because well, at one point, I, I wanted to make sure that you were having a good time and you were enjoying it. So, I started, like, rubbing your back and stuff. I remember, like, when you were at the coat check <laughs> and you just went, Lev, I can't do this. And you said, can you please check my coats? Yeah. It's a 30-year-old man. That 29. I, yeah. Watch your mouth. And I have to check his coats. No, I mean, I hear the music and we're just sitting there and it's like, you know, you're, you're like, you have two scenes cut. One is like, doom, doom, doom. Yeah. And then the other one is like, doo, 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 like right. someone's waiting. That's why it bothered you. You could hear all the fun yeah. in the other room. And like my body was just like being drawn to it. Like, I don't know, one of those fucking flies. Really? You and feel it. Like you yeah. feel like you see, I'm such a pussy with drugs. Cause like I, I, th I thought about it, honestly, just like slipping something in your drink, but that's uh, like the I most fucked up thing you could do. Well, you handed me a shot at one point and I took it and you said, I spiked that shit. <laughs> and I legit, I was like about no, to that's hit you. Like, that's what some of the scummiest things you can yeah, ever do you to should, someone. If no. you ever put anything in somebody's drink, die. Yeah. Like that's the craziest shit. Go to prison. Yeah. That's fucking insane. Yeah. You know, but the sex is great, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, I what mean, everything do? just feels better. Like you're just, you know, your dopamine is firing in all accounts, right? That's why you feel like shit for a week after. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just a great time. Is it better than um, watching porn alone? No. No, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I talk but, about you a lot on the show because of the know, porn thing. Yeah. I'm done with porn. I'm, I'll watch some tonight, but I'm done with it. I, yeah. I mean, for me, I've done like two times in the last three weeks ever since we yeah. started doing this challenge. Right. And what made you want to do the no porn challenge? Cause you were actually the one to start, right? It was you and our friend angel. Yeah. So uh, well, angelito started, um, I don't know. It's just not healthy, man. It's yeah. like every, like, did you start noticing that? Or yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've known it, 
but like I think you've known it, but you just kept like watching an addiction. Right. I mean, I've been watching porn since I was like twelve. Right. Like every yeah, day. me too. I was watching since I was like nine. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Did I ever tell you that story of how you don't even have a dick at that point? I yeah, don't think it's going it was yet. still in my body. No, but like one time when I was like six, mom caught me masturbating. She walked out of me. I never forget. I was so lost in the masturbating. I didn't even realize. <laughs> I looked to the door and she'd lost been standing the there. Yeah, I was dripping in the sauce. I was lousing a sauce. You know what I mean? I was a sauce bouse. And I looked over and I'll never forget that shock to the body when you just see, oh, my mom's been standing there for five minutes. Like, I don't know how long she's been there. You're, you wouldn't last five yeah, minutes. Yeah. And she was like, oh my God, my six-year-old is masturbating. So she was, she literally wanted to scare me to the point where she went. Did she threaten to cut it off? No, that's weird. But no, she just like wanted to scare. She was like, you don't do that. If you do that again, like something really bad will happen. What's the bad? I don't know. But I literally, as soon as she closed the door, I just sat as a six-year-old and I said, I'm willing to die for this. <laughs> and I just went right back to masturbating. Well, I had to die. And I haven't, yeah, I haven't Stroke missed. Stroke or die. I know. Yeah, that's, that's a t-shirt if I ever <laughs> I haven't missed a day since. Yeah, I literally, I mean, I think. Yeah, I can't. I didn't remember. even come on my birthday. Can you believe that? Yeah, that, I mean, that's illegal. That's on you. Yeah, <laughs> fucking, I didn't come on my birthday. I, that's unbelievable. That's not, I took one for the team. <laughs> oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah, fucking, I, uh, I went home after that. You know, I got a text from a fan as I was going home, and she was like, "Hi, I'm, I'm around the corner. Okay, I would really love to suck your dick." And I was like, "I'm in the <sighs> wrong industry." Yeah, I was like, "God, that sounds so good right now," but I was already on the way home in an Uber. You know, so I got home. I jerked off probably three times today. You know, I'm still in sweatpants. It's 10 o'clock when we're you recording are, this. And that's probably yeah. just staying right there. <laughs> Either yeah. that or you had some honey mustard. We got some. I did. Have, I had two orders of Popeye's today. It's uh, been it's been a Sunday. That's I'm all I can so say. I'm so hungry. Yeah. Um, we got some good emails here today we can go to. This first one is from Kelly. And she goes, hey, Lev. What up, Kelly? She goes, you always skip over the mushy. I love your show shit, so I'll get right to it. Good Ooh. girl. She goes, so my boyfriend and I have been dating for almost three years. And like a month ago, I realized that it had been a month since we had sex. And Oof. I told him we need to fix that. We had sex like one time, and it was super vanilla. So we recently got a puppy. So obviously, <laughs> it's gotten worse. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird segue. Yeah, you know your relationship's on the rocks when a puppy gets involved. Yeah. Because that's just people going, hey, let's have something to fight over in a year. Yeah. You know? So she goes... Uh, Excitement's lost. Let's get a puppy. Right. She goes, or maybe they're trying to get the puppy to bring it into it. Maybe they're going even well, that, more. That's immediately what my thought was. She's like, we haven't fucked, so we got a puppy. Right. I was like, what? Yeah, hoping it can inspire some spice. And she goes, I'm so damn insecure about initiating sex since my ex would turn me down a lot. Yeah, I, got, I definitely have thoughts on that. And she goes, but I have trouble getting past my mental block and need some advice. Ideas for initiating sex if your sex life has flatlined and ways to make it less vanilla. In my head, I like trying weird shit like we used to, but again, scared to spice it up. The subject is vanilla sex, which sounds delicious. I, I love vanilla. Um, I used to like chocolate as a kid, but yeah. here's the thing. When she, I understand exactly what she means about her ex would turn her down a lot because I, we've, I've had yeah. that. I had a girl who was very sexually closed off and you know, it, what happens is, and it's so shitty to admit and people don't want to fucking admit it, but like if you initiate intimacy with somebody and they go like, no, I'd like, I'd rather just cuddle or like, no, you know, give you some vague yeah. kind of no. I mean, it's a rejection. It's a rejection. It it's, yeah. And it's like you, it hits your ego and yeah. it's like shitty to admit that, but it's like, that's the natural response in the body. And if you're a man, if that happens to you enough, yeah. you start to think, 
well, shit, like, why am I going out on all these dinners and these fucking museum dates and, like, spending all my time and being, like, the perfect man when, like, you know, I we're not uh, the sexual element of our life isn't even being fulfilled, no. and it's like so shitty to admit that. But and and it, it like makes you sound. It's like, not though. What, why is that shitty? Because it makes you sound like a bad guy. Because people hear that and think like, oh, is it just about sex? It's like no, it's not just about sex. But like, you need to be emotionally connected. You need to be sexually connected. Yeah. You need to, it needs to all be there. That I, person should satisfy you in every way. The same way I, I satisfy you. I and like on the date, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Mark, I know it's hard to believe people go to other places other than McDonald's. Burger King? Yeah. <laughs> I know you got the app. <laughs> but, uh, you know, fucking you have to satisfy each other in that Absolutely. way, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's very much a what? Yin and yang, right? Like you yeah. should go. It's like. Those are know. the two Chinese brothers that live yeah. upstairs. <laughs> I don't know. Like you should not be with someone that does not make you feel better or sexier than you are. Yeah. Right? Like they should be your better half. Like that's right. where that comes from. Right? right. And like, I mean, I have thoughts on this. Like, I think like it blows my mind that people, like, especially back home, people would get married before ever having sex. Yeah. Like that blows my fucking mind. Right. Like sexual compatibility it's is so, so important. important. It's so unbelievable. I'd say important. you could honestly, you could, there have been studies about this. You can fuck yourself into happiness. <laughs> that sounds like something a cab driver would tell you. <laughs> hey, how about you go fuck yourself into happiness, dickhead? Arturo is a very, very sophisticated man. Right. No, but you, I mean, you really can. Like, the number one co- like suggestion that most, like, divorce or, I guess, like, sexual marriage counselors they give is fuck more. Yeah. And, like, so actually I was having a conversation with a friend. Uh, he was like, I, w- I want to spice it up, but I don't know if, like, my wife will be into it. There's actually, what is the name? I think it's Mojo, like Mojo List or something. Look it up. There's a quiz. It's a quiz that both people, that both parties can take. And they're like, I would be into this. I would be into this. And then it only shows you what overlaps. Interesting. Yeah. So like he did it with his wife and he came back a week later. And now they're divorced. No, he's like, dude. It's like, turns out we don't like each other. We both like ass, ass play. Like we're like having the best sex of our lives. Nice. And they're like four or five years in. So like it starts. So like, right. There, there's things you could do, but like, listen, if you're in a three year relationship, the end goal, hopefully is probably you're going to get married and have kids. And if you don't feel confident with this person, I mean, if they want kids. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Like, right. But I also think after three years, like, there will be a month every once in a while where you guys just, like, kind of don't fuck. Like, you, you, the goal is to fix that. But I, yeah. I don't think it's the end of the world if it happens. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. that big of a deal. But I guess my point was, like, if you're not confident with this person after three years of sharing a life together. Right. Who the fuck are you going to be confident? Like, you get one go at this. Yeah, like, yeah, that is that is true. You shouldn't be insecure. Like you have to remember that that was your ex. You yeah. know what I mean? And here's here's what I would do, Kelly. As soon as you, I read this email. This is exactly what I pictured. And it sounds like you said in my head. I like trying weird shit like we used to. Here's what you do. All right, this is gonna be fun. Wait until your dude is just sitting on the couch watching TV. Okay. And meanwhile, you go into the room. Right. Get the puppy. No. <laughs> Fuck the puppy. All right. No, not literally. Lock the puppy up. So go into your room and fucking. Put on your sexiest panties, like the sexiest panties you have, the sexiest lace bra you have. Just put those two on. And while he's watching TV, just walk past him to go do something. Pretend you're doing, just move something, you know, organize something. And then, and then walk into the other room. That's from that movie. You just walk past, just tease the imagination and make it look like, yeah, I don't even, 
I don't even want anything to do with you. Just I'm look. wet just thinking about this. Right? Isn't that yeah. hot? Imagine that. Immediately, I'd be like, huh, what the, what is, uh, yeah. I'd be Larry David. What is, uh, uh what is she, uh, I noticed you. Pretty, yeah. pretty. Yeah, I noticed your, your titty is out. I noticed, <laughs> couldn't help but notice, like, you know, just do that. Be real subtle. And then, you know, get back into the room. Just you, you tease them like that, you know what I mean? And then maybe come over, you know, yeah. put your hand on him. Spice it up. Seduce him. When's the last time you seduced yeah. your husband? Instead of him initiating sex, when's the last time you truly made him feel like you just wanted to fuck the shit out of him? And I'll tell you what, there is nothing sexier than that. Yeah. When a woman is like, I want you, and is like very, very right. assertive about it. And also, make him like, you know, if you walk past him and just your sexiest panties, something in him is going to trigger that makes him go like, oh... Maybe I have to get up to go do that. Maybe yeah. this isn't always as available as I think it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or you could also just literally, while he's sitting on the couch, if that doesn't work, just walk over. Just start sucking his dick. That's yeah. it. Suck his dick and then go in the next room. That's yeah. it. Like after. And then if he's, you know, just like, just do it and get out like it's business. Like you just <laughs> sign a contract. If this man is worth his salt, he will follow you into that room and just start going down on you like fucking he didn't have breakfast that morning. You understand? I mean, listen, the other thing is like... Because men want to satisfy. Yeah. If we get... If, some, if a girl just it's walks in, just no words, just starts blowing you, yeah. what would you do? Keep watching TV. <laughs> all right. Way to <laughs> fuck me on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. I Like, here's the end of the day. Like, you know, and I listen, obviously, to the podcast, but like, the answer, <laughs> I feel like, to so many of these questions is just talk, right? Like, just like, just communicate. But the thing is, with her, though, it's like, they had one dry month. It's been three years. I don't even think she needs to talk to him about this. Talk to him if this shit doesn't work. If this yeah. doesn't work, then talk. But she's not asking that yet. She's having ideas for spicing up the sex, initiating. So communicate. Just tell him. Be like, hey, listen. Like, I miss the days when you used to, I don't know. No, fuck. Right? Like, I, I say go the opposite route. Don't talk about this right now. Go to the fucking sex shop near you. Wear like a big black trench coat. You know what I mean? Just go in. Put on some big sunglasses. Walk around. Find something that turns you on in there. If you want to spice it up, you know yeah. how you do it? Spice it up. Yeah. This is not a communication issue yet. Right now, this is a how do I inspire him to fuck the shit out of me issue. Yeah. And the way you do that is by getting him fucking turned on. Yeah. Turn his ass on. Because the way the man brain works, if you just turn us on, we'll fuck you. We're very simple creatures. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Eat, it's not sleep, sex. Yeah, do you ask yourself, do you think you could turn your man on? The answer has got to be yes, right? You've been fucking him for three years. You know what his deal is. Yeah. Do what you think would turn him on. And if, if you can just do that, he will fuck you. And if he doesn't, he's probably cheating. Like, that's, it's that simple. You know what I mean? So fucking do something Agreed. spicy. Go to the sex shop. Find something freaky. You know what I mean? Go buy a freaky sex freaky. swing. Install it. You know what I mean? That's very dominant and masculine. Install it yourself in the living room. He comes home. You put that strap on, on him. You, you let him fucking face the boss. And even better if you have roommates. She probably does. I feel like I believe in Kelly. <laughs> I feel like she has uh, Listen, Kelly 2020. We got this. She sounds smart, man. Your sex. Is, yeah. And like, I don't know. Vanilla sex isn't always terrible, but also like sometimes, you know, change the position. I mean, there's only so many changes you can do. Yeah. Like, honestly, like imagine, I do the same three or four every time. Imagine this. He's sitting on the couch, right? He's fucking watching baseball, whatever the fuck he watches his I'm construction imagining. videos, right? <laughs> this is the part that's turning you on is him watching TV With alone. Bud Light. Yeah. And then you walk in, you sit down next to him, and you go, can I tell you something? And he goes, what? And you go, I've had a butt plug in all day. Yeah, that's pretty hot. It's pretty hot, right? Yeah. Exactly. Checkmate. 
Bob. Okay, we actually have a related question. This guy sent me an Instagram DM, which you guys know you're not supposed to do. Okay, Break if it's a rules. question, if you you know, if you're sending DMs, make it titty related. But this guy sent me a DM. If you have a a, DM, a question for the show, guys, email youngdaddyshow at gmail dot com. Y u n g daddy show at gmail dot com. You know what the fuck I'm saying? Dot com is from Mike. Mike says my girlfriend loves your show. I need some help. I want to do anal, but she doesn't want to. How do I convince her? All I want to do is take the dirt road home. <laughs> Help a brother out. That's what he said. <laughs> Swear to God. Um, I think you'll be a lot better on this than me. Yeah, because you've actually never had anal sex, I've right? I've never had anal sex. At least sex. on the giving end. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> a couple apple teenies and I'm... Re- <laughs> <laughs> Two apple teenies and uh, I'm anyone's whore. <laughs> Extra apple. Why don't you do anal? Me? Yeah. <sighs> There's no way of saying this. Um, logistically, I've never been able to like get it in. Um, well, anal is very hard to get in for everybody. I mean, like, yeah, I will just say flat out, Mark has a bigger dick than me. Okay, yeah. that's just facts. I have like a fat dick. Yeah, so he, like, there's he, no way, like, it's I, very proportionate so, to the rest of my body. Right. Somehow so, his dick also has a gut. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Mark, I, he, you know, he's he's talented. He's packing. He's packing heat. You know what I mean? He. Well, we buy different condoms. I'll put it that way. His, well, his I buy condoms. That's yeah, the his are the long sleeves. You know, what I mean, mine's a tank top. Like that's the <laughs> that's the difference. So with a hole in the jeans. Yeah, but I'll tell you this, Mark. Anal is even for me. It's very tough to get it in. You have to really fight. It takes like five ten minutes. You got a lot of lube. Yeah. But here's the thing: if you're a guy, but is it worth it? Depends. That's, okay. See, for me, like the last two times I had anal, one time. Was a real shit show. Literally. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Second yeah. time was like amazing. Okay, so here's Put her for me. legs here's back. For me. Like, what? Pussy sex is like phenomenal. Pussy right? sex. <laughs> you sound like a 70s <laughs> health coach. All right, boys. Bags of sand. Yeah, I'll teach you about pussy sex. <laughs> you got to put your, your dang right in her pussy. All yeah, right. Friday night shuffle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I mean, for me, that's like already awesome. Like the off chance that you have a literal shit show it's just not worth it <laughs> shit like, show. like i look at it from like a business like you know risk to benefit it right. doesn't make sense you really are analyzing the, yeah, I'm the analyzing pros and the cons animals. Yeah. right okay you're analyzing it yeah i see so for me personally but hey you know each their own so essentially here's the thing because sometimes like you'll be if you're having anal sex you'll you know you're watching your dick as you're thrusting and you'll see like a speck of yeah, shit. See, for me, that would turn me off completely. Yeah. See, like, like you, go, you have to have that warrior gene in you that just when you see that, you, your brain just goes, power through, baby. I mean, that's how I am with blood. <laughs> like, uh, I'd rather. That's, uh, like, that's like war paint. You're good. Right. You know, I but, don't really like blood in the bedroom. I'll be honest. It's kind of a turn off. You can't do war poop. That's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do war poop. That's funny. Um, but going back to his question. Yeah. If you want to initiate anal, it's very simple. It's down to a scientific process. This is actually the is proven it? way. It is. Here's what you got to do. You start the day with mashed potatoes. No, I'm kidding. Um, this is what's going on. You, you got to hit it from the back. That's where anal starts. All right. You got to be fucking it from behind. You got to be going doggy. And then that's what you do, bud. Thumb. You take your thumb. You put it in your mouth. You get it wet. You spit on your thumb or you spit on her ass as you're fucking her. Put your thumb gently onto her asshole. 
you know, you haven't even done anal, but you enjoy doing that too, right? Good thumb in the butt is good. Yeah. <laughs> so like the, Not in mine. That's, but... <laughs> that's a Jewish quote. Jared Fried was just on the bonus episode. He was talking all about how every man should be getting f- fingered in his ass while he's getting blown. I don't so, know. So it's amazing. Yeah, for me. Would shit. you ever be willing to let a girl do that? No. Nah. See, I barely, I, feel like, I barely go down there. <laughs> I feel like that's very closed off. I think you should take more risks. You're such a Jew. Listen, like I know what's attractive and what's not. My ass is not attractive. Like, yeah, but guy you, ass, in my opinion. What if is she not just wants to make you feel good? You know what I mean? I don't know. What if like you're dating a girl and she really wants to? She's like, I just, I really want to put my finger in there while I'm. Blind. I mean, listen, I won't say never, but there we go. I mean, I would just be like. What other things do you have on the list? Well, after Jared Freed, I actually wanted to give the male listeners a challenge. You have three weeks to let the girl you're seeing or a girl you're seeing put a finger in your ass while she's blowing you. Take this challenge. Let's see what happens. Write in. Let's read the results anonymously. Talk about whether you liked it, whether you didn't like it. I might do this challenge myself. You know, I feel like if I'm challenging the give fans. Me your finger. Right. <laughs> you know, it's got to be someone else, not the puppy, but anything else to go in there. But yeah, put the, put the thumb on the asshole and then slowly over time. Imagine you have like 15 minutes to get your thumb into her ass. You don't just jam it in. You fucking take your time. You go baby steps. You know what I mean? And every step of the way, make sure she's down. You know, if like if you if she doesn't want you to. I mean, it's also like. That was, that's what I was going to say. It's like, at the end of the day, like, this she has to be, be open to this in the first place. Like, that's yeah. the thing. But, like, you know, I, it you, could be one of those things that just you're probably not going to do. Like, like, there are people who will never do that. I don't know, though, dude. I think that's wild. Like, to be, like, unless okay, both yeah, of you don't want to do it. I think if one person in the relationship wants to do anal, at some point, you should try it. It's not that big of a fucking deal. True that. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that big of a deal. It's like the next thing that's like, not fuck it. It's I the mean, final porn frontier. Porn has made it very vanilla. Yeah, it is like that. It's practically vanilla oh, at this very point. Chocolate. Right? Yeah. Exactly. So, fucking, you know, like, and you know, if she's down, and then you go thumb in, and then if she's into that, then you, you know, keep like, but the whole thing just make sure she's enjoying it the yeah. entire. time. But you definitely time. can't go zero to hundred. No, no, absolutely not. You got to fucking really take your time. It, it, I would say a good anal takes about. 20 to 30 minutes to set up. See, that's so much work. Not including shower. and I could have had know. sex twice and shower. And From what sleep. I hear, you could have had sex 20 times, not <laughs> twice in 20 minutes. The benefits of Molly, Yeah, you go all night. You know, but, I, you know, and she's a listener too. Fucking go at it. You know, what are you so worried about? I'm going to, there's going to be. Yeah, sh- hey, listen, if you're dating there, Michael, spread those cheeks. Yeah, you know. Let him just, get in there. Well, you know, experiment, try some shit out. And you can also make a deal with Mike. You can go, you know what? Here's the thing. If you want to do anal so badly, we can try it as if you're, if you know, you go slow, you listen to me, we go at the right pace. But in return, here's this kink I wanted to try. Ooh, I like this. Like I said, that mojo thing. Yeah. And and then you tell him a fantasy you have that you want to try, spice it up, shake hands. You know what I mean? And you guys go at it. Set the calendar dates. Set Start those. with something you know he doesn't want to do, so you have negotiating leverage. Right. And then that's it. The world is your oyster. I hear that. I love oysters, you know, especially the kind attached to women. Here's an email from <laughs> <laughs> Rochelle. 
Hey, Lev, so I recently lost a lot of weight within a year, and I'm having a hard time putting myself out there. I lost about 100 pounds in a year. You, wow. should, you should try that. You go, girl. I'm 52, and I was 200, or no, Jesus Christ, she said I'm 5 foot 2. <laughs> <laughs> I read that. I'm 52. I'm yeah, I'm 5 foot 2 and was 265 pounds. Now I'm 157 pounds, so I'm not Ooh. really thin or skinny. I'm still on the thicker side. First of all, fucking huge congratulations. Good for you. You lost a person? Yeah, losing 100 pounds is so fucking that takes yeah. mental will. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's so hard. It just takes really great discipline and determination. Fucking good job. She goes, I have lots of stretch marks and my stomach looks bigger than it is just from loose skin. I knew this was going to be a thing since I lost the weight, but I guess now it's really put a damper on my confidence. When I was really actively losing the weight, I was able to hook up with guys and be confident since we all knew I was a big girl and I was feeling good. Now when I match with a guy, I'm nervous that they'll be disappointed by my stretch marks and loose skin. I get that. You're almost worried like you're like catfishing a guy. Like he's, you know, once you guys are intimate and naked, he's getting a worse product. Am I just overthinking it or is it something I should be nervous about? P.S. I hope this sends from the right email. Okay, so she actually sent before and after pics. Let me tell you. Let's see these. Let me tell you. Look at the difference. Wow. Right? Yo, Rochelle, where are you at? She looks great. Yeah. You look hot. Good for you. Um, and I mean in the before pics. Not so much now. But no, I'm kidding. So. <laughs> yeah, she looks great. She looks fucking great. So. Yeah, that's a person. She lost a person. Yeah. And here's the thing. I understand what you mean, like being afraid of because I know women who are straight up tens who are uh, em, like embarrassed about the stretch, the one stretch mark they have on their ass. Listen, the more attractive someone else is, the more insecure they are about that attraction. For the most part, as long if they're not working on it, like. Yeah. But dude, like men, Mark, have you ever looked at a girl's ass and thought like, oh, she's got stretch marks? I'm turned off now. I have so many stretch marks. Right. Yeah. And they're all on your asshole, <laughs> and <laughs> but. No. Hey, let me ask you this, Rochelle. Let me just ask you one simple question, all right? Do you think that you look hotter now than you did when you were bigger? You should 100% say yes. Obviously, yeah. right? So yeah. in that case, if you were confident in hooking up with people before, you should be exponentially more confident yeah. now. Because I'm telling you this, any guy would much rather fuck you now. I, I bet... Spoken on 100% of dudes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, you look great. Just fucking own what you are. And also, like, if a dude's not shitty or, you know what I mean, he'll get it. Like, he'll be like, oh, yeah, like, I totally get it. That's awesome. Yeah. I can't believe you lost that much weight. And also, you know, there's you could find a dude who's in the exact same fucking boat. Yeah. Who, like, also wants to lose weight and like or, or has lost weight and has the same thing. There's people out there, mil fucking millions of them. So, like... I'm telling you, you look better now. You should feel more confident now as a result. It's a mental thing. You just have to do it. So don't worry about the confidence. Just show up. Just fucking do it. And yeah. also, like, you can tell the guy on the date, be yeah. like, yo, I used to weigh 100 something fucking pounds. And, or, uh, sorry. <laughs> now I'm 150. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, no, I think you can even take it a step back. You can, like, if you're using Hinge or whatever, in your profile, put, post the before. I just recently lost 150 pounds. But you don't even or, need to do that. You know, like, I recently lost 150 pounds, or I lost whatever. And, like, that immediately, everyone is going to know, okay, there's going to be some stretch marks. It might be some loose skin. But, fuck, she looks good, like. Yeah, but I'll even take it a step further. Ooh. Take the titties. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, here's what you should do. I'd just be upfront about it. You could also yeah. take a little before and after side-by-side -side pick. Post that as the last picture on your online dating profile. There you go. How about that? So then, because if I saw that, I would go, my Whoa. first thought wouldn't be like, oh shit, her body's probably a nightmare. It'd be like, fuck, she lost a lot of fucking weight. Yeah. Good for her. That's yeah. impressive. 
You know, it's a mental thing. And also, you, you when you hook up with two guys, you'll just be over this. Listen, at the end of the day, guys, 90% of guys are so happy to be even getting laid that yeah. like everything after that does not matter. Like it like it really does not matter. Yeah, and also get like, out there, val- have sex. You actually worked your fucking ass off to get down to a hot weight. Like you you did the work. You did the hard part that fucking 80% of people can't get themselves to do. Enjoy it. Enjoy the fucking victory of it. Don't hold back on it. Get the fruits of your loins. Labor. I don't know if that's the <laughs> get the fruits, <laughs> the fruits. Of Enjoy your the fruits of the yard. Yeah. Um, here's a question from Joel. She goes, "Hey, Lev, I'm from Ottawa. I'm a 24 year old girl. I love the podcast. Thank you for the ten out of ten. Okay. She goes, "Thank you so much, sweetheart." She goes, "See, here's the situation. I'm a nurse at the hospital, and during a shift a month ago, a nurse from another unit worked in my unit. Later, he mentioned to my friend that he was interested in me and thought that I was funny." Months later, I added him on Instagram and messaged him to start conversation. Anyway, I got a response, but then when I replied with an open-ended question, I was left on red slash scene. I assumed he wasn't interested anymore or forgot to answer, but then a week later, he liked my Instagram post. What are your thoughts? Why do people leave you on red and then like your IG post? Am I thinking too much into this? Happy belated birthday. Thank you. Thanks so much. What do you think? So I have clear thoughts on this. Um, I mean, I think, you know, sometimes, listen, we're all busy. War gets in the way. I give people the benefit of the doubt. One okay. time, one time, okay, right? Like you message them, they don't respond. Cool, they forgot, whatever. Maybe they thought they sent you a message you ever responded, and now they're upset at you, right. right? Like that happens to me all the time. I forget to respond. Give them the benefit of the doubt. Hit them up and be like, "Hey, anyways, you want to grab a drink?" Or you know, be upfront about it. Yeah. If they do it again, then honestly, they're probably just not that into it. Like your action speaks so much louder than words. Absolutely. And if they're into it, they will do everything possible. You know, on the flip side, maybe he's just also playing hard to get and like trying to get you to really like him. You know, I don't think so. I think, you know what I think? Here's the thing. I'm a fucking, I'm a young pervert. I love women. I love bodies. You know what I mean? I love it. I love it. Speaking my language. Right. So here's the thing. I think that if a guy likes your post, there is nothing you can know from that. Unless he likes four or five of your posts. If a guy likes four or five of your posts back to back, he wants to go on a date. He wants to meet you. He wants to fuck you. If he just likes a post randomly, there's no information you can take out of that other than he thought I looked hot in this picture. Or he thought I looked cute in this picture. That's as much as it is. And a guy can do that without ever even wanting to see you. But if this guy told somebody else that he thinks you're cute and thinks you're funny... You gotta, you gotta fucking, you know. He should have asked you out. That's the thing, like agreed. And he might have pussed out because you initiated and you messaged him. This guy just might be too much of a pussy to ask you out. Maybe that's the deal. You know what I mean? Maybe you're fucking better than him because he's afraid to step up. You know what I'm saying? Get him. You didn't expect that. Get him, little Dick David, (laughs) with your little nursing ass. You know what I'm saying? He's listening, just sobbing. Um, Yeah, I mean, you. Here's what you can do. You can message him and you go, hey, dude, so when are we grabbing drinks? And that's it. And you, that's the fuck. You bring him Ball to the line. In his court. Yeah. Like, and, and, just, and just do it that way. It's very easy to do. Don't yeah. overthink it. Just send the message. Think, like, w- guys talk about this. Like, it's, we call it throwing the Hail Mary. Yep. When there's no response, you know, you just throw the Hail Mary. You see if they're in as a last resort. If you're in. Yeah. And, you know, you see what can happen. Yeah. But. No, I agree. I think, I mean, my whole beef with this whole, like, generation of dating is like well he liked my picture he like right just 
trying just to put, get information where there when there isn't yeah. one. Literally, it's like, hey, do you want to grab a drink? Yes, no. Yes. You left me right. on red. That's a no. Right. Right. And like my like. And way, if they do, fuck them. Cool. Move on. There Find somebody who's gonna appreciate eight you. Billion people in the world. Yeah. Fuck them. And like the way I operate, and I try to keep myself as like. It's either a hell yes or, or Bojangles. No. Or Bojangles. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hell yes or no. If you're not getting a hell yes reaction from them, right. and if you're not getting and if internally you're not getting a hell yes from them, then you shouldn't be doing it. It's a waste right. of your time. So yeah. Let's put take, it out there. I agree. Um, here's an email from Leah. Why don't dudes message me back? She goes, Hola, can you explain to me why dudes don't message me first? Or back if we're talking Bumble. My girls who are all short, white, conventionally attractive are bombarded with messages. And I'm over here, half black, 5'11", twiddling my thumbs, making the first move and getting no response. Or fending off actually obscene messages. I feel like guys probably send some wild shit from time to time on Tinder. Yeah, she goes, what's the deal? Thanks. Any, Any gut reaction to this? Why Why she's not getting the message back? I'm, my first thought was, what are you sending them? When you're sending a message, are you going... You know, are you just going, hey, are you sending, you know, are you a dirty Jew? Are you spicing it up? What are you sending? What's the first message? You know what I mean? Also, like I was thinking, I, I picked this email earlier today and here's what I was thinking. We've all been this person at some point in our lives where I'm not getting the message back. You know what I mean? Yep. What's going on? It feels like nobody wants to go on a date with me. I had that two years ago yeah. of like, what the fuck? Like I can't get one normal date. You know what I mean? I mean, even still today, like it's so fucking hard to find somebody that you're like rocking with, you know, like I was just, I was just kind of seeing somebody. It didn't get exclusive or anything, but you know, we, we went on like three dates or so. And at the end I was just like, man, this is like, you're beautiful, but this is just way too much headache. This isn't working. This isn't easy. You know what (laughs) I mean? I'm glad you think that because yeah, Yeah, I mean, I was even driving you crazy with it. I was like, can you believe now she did this? Like, so Here's my philosophy on this. You're not getting messages back. You know what is a proven thing? Just keep working on yourself. Yep. Keep putting yourself out there. And if you build it, they will come. Absolutely. Exactly. Like it's I mean, literally, you build it and someone will come. Yeah. yeah. They'll come all over you. All over you. Yeah. You can't rush the process. No. Um, I mean, honestly, here's it like I don't know if this is too truthful, but like if I don't respond, I probably just like I was swiping, wasn't really paying attention. I match with someone, I'm like this probably isn't going to be worth the effort. Yeah. Or I'm already talking to someone that's like, that I think is more attractive. Or right. And also, into. but she's doing this dangerous thing too, where she's basing her self worth off of who's responding to her on yeah. fucking dating apps. Yeah. These dating apps don't fucking matter. Get out, go to a bar with some friends, go to a club with some friends, talk to some dudes. Yeah. You'll probably get different results. You know what I mean? Like actually talk to some dudes, say hello to somebody at the bar. Like make a conversation because your validation shouldn't be coming from this bullshit. I mean, like with algorithms and all this shit that you're not seeing behind the scenes. I probably respond to 1% of dating app messages I get. Yeah. I mean, for me, I match a lot and then I just like, yeah, I look at it and I'm like, this isn't going to be worth the effort. Right. Like my time is so limited that I'm only going for like. Yeah, I mean, dating apps just like suck for everybody. Like, even if you're gorgeous, like they're just not great. They they they're they're not a really great indicator of like who likes you, who does, who doesn't. Like, what your probability of meeting somebody is. It's like a shitty, dodgy thing. It's like a glitchy thing. Yeah. It's not a perfect science. Well, I mean, also I think too is like if you want to attract someone, go for your demographics. Make those demographics work for you. 
right? If you're trying to attract, like, okay, let's say you're trying to, you're in college and you're just trying to go after, like, you know, party girls. Okay. Go to a sorority house. Go to the party, right? Going to a chess tournament, probably not the same type of people, right? right. Like, the people you put yourself they're around. They're probably slaughtered at that chess tournament. Yeah. Oh, they're sucking down yeah. bishops left we're, and right. Yeah. <laughs> we're all the pieces. Uh, <laughs> well, Becky blew them all. <laughs> so, like, put yourself, like, whatever you're, like, I'm into, you know, like, very professional, like, business women. Right. Networking events. Hillary Clinton. Yeah. You give me someone with a, yeah. Hillary Clitoris. <laughs> That'd be her poor name. She's 70. That's disgusting. Hillary Clitoris. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know what yourself. Mr. Trump thought he was doing with those little <laughs> hands, but he definitely wasn't making me come. Get out of here, Bill. Quit. Imagine that, Bill. <laughs> Hillary Clitoris. I did not have yeah i did not make that woman come yeah so yeah fuck the dating apps like all of this shit like it's not it's not good like you're also like you're I, I, I mean i can tell she's young you know based on this email because of that reason it's like why aren't i getting results online who gives a fuck go yeah. fucking work on yourself get do some go dope work gym. yeah hit the gym yeah. build a skill that you're proud of you're going to get beautiful results with the confidence you walk around Become with. Become the best at whatever you do. And I promise you, people, there's nothing more attractive than internal self-confidence. And you well, can't also, show that though, shit on Bumble. Some fat ass titties. Ooh, well, let me, I'm, a, I'm an ass guy. <laughs> yeah, you me give too. me a good butt. I know. I'm in it. I love a good butt. Yeah. I love a good butt, folks. I, was, I got too enticed by a butt recently. Um, Is there but, such a thing? Yeah, because it. Yeah, you ever see a butt so good that it makes you overlook personality flaws? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, I know. But let's go into the Instagram questions. We'll round this bad boy out. Um, good, because I'm hungry. I know you are. I can, <laughs> I can tell. Um, here's a question from Sarah Ali. Oh, by the way, these girls that came out to the fucking show. That was funny. These are some of the hottest oh. women I've ever seen in my life. So the, the young daddy fans. Oof. You guys are here's uh, this one thing I'm very proud of. Most of you guys are like very much either working on yourselves, yeah. and that's awesome, or just like fucking hot as shit. Showing like this girl was like, "Y'all are some bad bitties." Yeah, she yeah. came and she was like, "I you answered my question about a threesome," and I was like, "You are so fucking hot!" <laughs> like, wow, yo, good for you guys. Well, so like it was funny. So at one point in the show, you asked, you go like, "Who's here on a date?" And like I was, so I like I wooed, and right. like that was it. Like eighty percent of the audience looked it's like just, just hot like single hot women. single women that were salivating and that like you know that were fans and like that was hilarious to me and then like when I'm standing there and they're like walking out it's like hot girl hot girl hot girl hot yeah, girl they're... her boyfriend hot girl, hot girl, <laughs> hot girl. or some cuck right. right like yeah yeah I love I've, here's one thing that I really love that happens is uh, the girl will get her boyfriend to listen to the show and then he starts writing in. And I love that because he's like, hey man, like my girl's a big fan so don't say my name. But yeah. like, <laughs> what what do I do about this? So it's like, uh, I love that. I love dudes like be, like getting into the thing their girl likes. Uh, you know sure. what I mean? Well, I would, actually, I would actually even be like, hey, my name is so-and-so and I'm dating Becky. Right. And she's not doing this. <laughs> well, now I don't even read people's names anymore because I feel, unless it's like a harmless Instagram question because I think, you know, there's a certain yeah. safety and just oh, you can ask sure. me whatever you want and we could talk about it and we don't have to put your shit on blast. Here's a question from Sarah. Uh, signs that your fuck buddy is turning into something more. It's usually pretty obvious, you know. The yeah. conversation changes. It's less about what I want to do to your dick and more about where I want you to take me. Yeah. You know, I mean, or I what think, we can do together. 
Yeah. I mean, literally, like, if you're doing anything other than coming over, coming, and leaving, right. like, it's starting to grow. And you have to keep those boundaries really, really tight. It's like, hey, come over. Let's get fucked. Yeah, let's order, let's order some fucking Thai food, watch a movie, cool. fuck, cuddle, and then I'm out this bitch. Yeah, I'm not spending the and that, night. Yeah, that's like, just, Well, like, I mean, you can't. I've had fuck buddies I spent the night with, but granted, but, those but ones start started into, getting feelings. Yeah, I don't know if it's because of that. Well, we're humans, right? We're like, you're cuddling, you're emitting all these, you know, like bonding Confessing hormones. Confessing to murder. Yeah. Right. Like, no, it has to be very transactional, in my opinion. Right, right. right? This, this does sound correct. And that's it. I agree. You, it's it's usually pretty obvious. If you have to ask, then it's you're probably not experiencing yeah. it because you'll know. Uh, I know. I think if you have to ask, that means something happened where you're like, "This is already." Well, you'll just know. You'll be like, "Oh, this." You'll. It's very easy to tell when somebody's starting to get feelings. Where nobody's stupid. You I know. Mean, listen, I think it's almost impossible for someone to do long term. Like it takes two yeah, very I like. I don't think friends with benefits ever work. Like, I mean, I but it's not supposed to though, because there's right. at some point one person's going to want more, whether yeah. it's from their partner or from someone else. Ninety nine percent of the time, yes. Yeah, friends with benefits is a temporary thing, no matter what. It's yep. that's never going to change. Here's a question from Little Dragon. She goes, "Is it lame that I still live with my parents? I'm 23 and I'm financially stable enough to live on my own, but my parents are super laid back, live close to the city, and I'm saving a lot of money. Can I live with your parents? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is nothing. Uh, yeah." Also, what, the well, day, what's the cutoff though? At what point is it too much? I think twenty three, she's fine. I think like twenty eight, twenty seven, like it's younger for me. I think like twenty five. Listen, no, here's the thing: if you're doing it and you have a goal, you're like, hey, I'm doing it because I want to buy a house right. in New York City when I'm twenty nine. That's fucking baller. Like, yeah. no person that you should have in your circle would be like, oh, but it's worth having your own apartment. Like, fuck right. you. I agree. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think, like, at a certain point, like, especially if you, like, are financially stable, you're making the money. But if, like, if my girl was in that position and she didn't have, like, a plan or a goal, yeah. you know, I'd be like, uh, I'd be like, huh, at what point is she going to distance from well, her Well, usually parents? it's a symptom of other shit, right? It's like, right. Oh, I'm living with my parents because I don't have my life together. Right. But, like, if I could move in with my parents and, you know, pocket 20, 30 grand a year... To put down a house down payment. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. I don't know. I'd, I'd rather just not have a house than live with my yeah. parents ever. But I mean, yeah, 29. I don't yeah. think it's but weird though. I think it's totally no, fine. Yeah. Especially at 23, like who gives a fuck? Like yeah. keep saving up money. It's only going to help you out later. At so, the end of the day. Like, if a chick was, here's the only thing that matters to guys. Let me tell you. Can he still fuck you there? If yes, yeah. he doesn't give a fuck. I think that's like, that's when you start getting in a place is like if you're dating for a long time and it's just a pain in the ass. And like, you know, the logistics of it. But here's here's the way I think about it. Like at the end of the day, five years from now, you're not going to give a fuck about what someone thought about you. Like whoever that person is. So just do you. And if they give you shit about it, fuck them. Like right. they're pissing money away. But like at the same time, you know, once you can start affording it, there, there's definitely some pros with it. Yeah. Here's a question from Jillico Hen. Do you think Tinder relationships can be successful? Um, uh, yeah, I mean, if you listen to the show, obviously, yes. I don't think it matters how you meet somebody. It's if the connection's there, yep. it's there. You know, I've dated people off. I've fallen in love with people off, like even a fucking bumble yeah. date. It, yeah. it doesn't matter. Um, your what, ex. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Here's a question from Ibharat97. Do you dig anal? Do I dig anal? Have you listened to the podcast? Let me tell you something. Love kid. is made up of 30% anal. I have been doing anal since 1993. And I was born in nineteen in ninety six. Okay, does that answer your question? Yeah, anal's great. It's a nice little mix up. I'm not doing it every fucking day, you know. 
But every once in a while, you gotta you gotta take that 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 muscle car out the garage. What do you say? Uh, walk down the dirty river, or yeah, the dirt, road home. the dirt road home. Here's a question from uh, supposed to be anonymous. How do you get used to meeting new people off social media apps and stop being hopeful it will turn into something? You should never lose hope that meeting somebody could turn into something. That's the whole fucking point. Okay, you can't be like, oh, these these eight people left me let me down, so I'm gonna take that into the next thing. Don't I, do that. See, I disagree. I think... You, you disagree should. with me? Yeah. Tone. Uh, on my show? <laughs> Go ahead. Well, can I not do that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think... You either agree or you get the fuck out. Listen, I think you should you should be optimistic, but you should also be realistic and say, like, 99% of these are going to turn to shit. Right. Like, the bar is very, very low, and if it goes from there, cool. Just be... Uh, I don't... I, well, you went the complete other way. Like, you went totally cynical with it. I think just be practical. I, I hate most people. Like, <laughs> I, I'm a very cynical person. Right. Just be practical. Be like, this might work. It might not. All the other ones didn't. This one might. Who cares? You're always gaining experiences yeah. with people. You're gaining memories. You're learning more about who you are by dating somebody. You're yeah. learning what you like and don't like. It's always worth it. Like, just, it's... Yeah. It's the best part of life is trying to find somebody that you really connect with. It, building that, that and base. And most people never really do. Jesus, Mark. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, here's a question from Holly Hare. How did you realize comedy was your passion and advice on how to find your own passion? Well, Mark is actually a huge part of that. When I was like four or five years old. He that was very funny. No. Um, he left a Dave Chappelle see, uh, special out and I locked the door and watched it as a kid. And it just changed my whole life. It was all I ever wanted to watch was stand up and loved it i would just grow up listening to comedy records over and over and over and i was always the funny kid i always felt like i didn't fit in like i was the fat fucking sweaty kid getting kicked out of every class for distracting people and yeah I, mean, I think in our household too like and like our friends will attest to this like when they come over for dinner like the, our entire dinners someone at the table is getting roasted yeah like, we're it's just a gang of people picking on someone right like we'll be just making fun of dad's dick like at the table <laughs> like you know? i came home one time from being like in california my grandma turns to me hasn't said hi to me right looks at me straight in the face and goes so how much weight did you gain yeah like they're just brutal they're brutal people savages it, you know and it's the like comedians are you don't choose that. Any person who like chooses to be a comic is like usually just a fucking actor. Like comics are comics inside and out. Their brains are fucked up. They're overthinkers. They're, you know, they're like, they notice things and they, they usually, they have to overcome things. And they face adversity and they, they have busy brains and like, that's what comics are like. If you're the funny kid, that's what you're supposed to do. You know, when it comes to finding your passion, I'm at, like, I'm actually working on this in a script I'm writing right now. There's a character who's jealous of a guy who knows what he wants and he's another young kid, but like that I feel bad for people who don't necessarily know like a thing that they're really passionate about. And I think that it's your life's work Agreed. to find the thing that you are really passionate about. Not to say like it necessarily has to be your career or your source of income, but you need to find something that really makes you feel fulfilled and happy in your yeah. life. You know, you do have a skill and if you don't, you definitely have the time to build one. Yeah. Absolutely. Get really fucking good at something. To ask yourself, like literally like sit down with yourself and go, if I could be like doing anything right now with my hands or like creatively, or like if I could be helping or, you know, even, even if it's like charity work or volunteering, just go, what would I be doing right now? Yeah. And let your inner five-year-old well, answer that. Yeah. But I think you could get into trouble with that because like, okay, I love playing video games, but I could never do that for a job. Right. right. Like there's too much of a good thing. Right. And like some hobbies deserve to be hobbies. But like when you think about something and it gets you so excited and you get amped, 
like ask your friends, be like, what do I get excited about the most? Right. And they'll tell you, right? Like for me, I know very much what, like if I get a thought about something at 2 a.m. Chick-fil-A. I'll, I'll work through those chicken wings <laughs> till six in the morning. <laughs> right. Right. Like for me, like my passions are very well defined. Yeah. But I think also like a lot of people don't know their passion because they just never did it. Right. It could be something yeah. really fucking weird. They never weird, fucked like, around. Yeah. Like or let whitewater rafting or snowboarding or some shit. Right. Being like an instructor. Like start a fucking band. Learn how to skateboard. Yeah. Learn how to paint. Go take a fucking class. Just keep, go try a hundred yeah. different things. Try a hundred things. It's just like dating. Right. Until 99 something of them will sticks. Fail. One of them. Yeah. Say. Until something you go, I really want to get good at this. Yeah. And also like even the smallest little thing, like if somebody told me, dude, I made my own board game, I would be like, yo, that's dope. We got to fucking do like, we got to play that. What oh. night are we coming? You know what I'm saying? Like, they, like do something, start small, like yeah. put your time and effort into something. Humans are capable of amazing. Things. I mean, you know, actually I was thinking about this the other day. I think more and more. Are you going to bring up chicken wings again? No. <laughs> Low main. Yeah. No, I think more and more like people's true passion is just like the shit you did as a teenager for fun. Yeah. Like, or what, what did your inner fucking five-year-old think yeah. was awesome as a kid? Yeah. Cause that like, that probably didn't go away. No. Yeah. That for me, it's the same shit. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think that's a beautiful note to end on. Always. All right. Um, <laughs> do you want people to know your Instagram? I know you like to kind of keep your shit private. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's, what is it? Private? It's not open. Um, yeah, but if it's private, why would you even say? Well, I, I still approve most people that come in. So then, what's the point of being private? Because I want to block out the ones that I want to block out. Okay. Like I don't want customers of mine to be watching me. Okay. Um, it's at f e r b u r g e r s at Furburgers. Also, yep. Urban Dictionary that word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it'll give you um, my, surprising results. My Twitter, Mark Fersh. And yep. I barely tweet. Yeah. Twat, twit, well, good. Twitter. That's what you always want to say when you're promoting your Twitter. Yeah, yeah I don't use it. But I plan on it. Good. Um, more um, so for business stuff. Did you have fun? Yeah. You had a good little time? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I'm still hungry. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show. Guys, if you enjoyed the episode, make sure to go on iTunes real quick. We're already at like 450 reviews. It's Oof. fucking great. Leave that quick five-star rating. Not a one-star? No. Oof. You got to fix that. Um, go and screenshot the show Post it to your Instagram if you're feeling it Make sure you're following the Young Daddy Podcast Instagram And uh, other than that You know, keep writing in Send in those emails We fucking love you guys um, You know, we appreciate you Thank you for tuning in Thank you for coming to the show I'm very excited for the live shows that we're about to start doing And uh, you guys know you're the fucking best If you're a Young Daddy fan You're already fucking the best You're working on yourself And you're, you're achieving shit you're trying to get shit done you're a young dad yeah and you're trying to get in holes that you haven't been in yet and that is what it's all about folks thank you so much as always i'll see you guys on thursday cheers man Hey, my dark darlings. Hopefully, you've been enjoying our latest videos. We're a small crew here at Something Scary, so we have to make sure that the work that goes into our episodes gets done in order and on schedule. So that's why I wanna tell you about our sponsor, Monday.com. Monday.com is an online teamwork platform that keeps your team connected from anywhere. I really enjoy the visual ease of using Monday.com. It helps banish the demons of confusing email chains or who's doing what and by when. 
and helps make sure everyone is aligned and on the same page. One of the things that I enjoy the most about Monday.com is that it's customizable. So it feels like it could fit any type of collaboration or industry. Build confidence within your team and reach every goal with ease. Visit Monday.com to start your free two-week trial.